Catherine and Tass sit around to talk about stuff. Catherine and Tass sit around to talk about stuff. Catherine and Tass sit around to talk about stuff. Catherine and Tass sit around and talk about stuff. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us and coming back to listen to our podcast, A Muslim, A Cat and a Chat. I'm currently doing one of the only things we get to do these days and I'm out for a walk and I'm going to record this really quick intro. So this podcast was actually um, taped by Catherine and I back in August 2020. So it has been a while, um, but what it has allowed us to do, it has allowed us to kind of reflect over the last few months and kind of assess how much has changed. So that's kind of an exciting assessment that we're going to have at the end of this podcast. Catherine and I, for the majority of the pandemic, have been apart. So this was recorded during one of the times we are actually physically together. So I think that it's just a really nice reminder uh, for both of us of, you know, what is to come when we are reunited. But we are hoping to record a few more podcasts. Um virtually and upload them in a bit of a a bit of a more regular schedule so um we're excited to share those with you in the coming weeks so without further ado let's all tuck in and listen to is coffee making us poor Hello and welcome to the Millennial Master Series. In this series, we are going to be discussing finance, coffee, the hipster ideal, and much more. Welcome to the first episode of our series, Is Coffee Making Us Poor? So Catherine, I have been doing my maths, (laughs) and in my maths, I've been just trying to figure out how much I spend on coffee now. I don't drink like I'm like I'm not a coffee drinker I always say I'm not a coffee drinker and I guess I kind of have decided that because I don't have I don't make coffee in the morning mm-hmm. or I don't make coffee you know like during the day like I only really kind of like to get coffee when I go out with my friends mm-hmm. or you know like going to different coffee shops you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like you know what I've I wonder how much I spend on coffee. So I I remember slagging one of my colleagues back in the day because she would go down and she would buy a coffee every morning and a coffee would come to around, I don't know, 3.80. And she'd go down, buy her coffee, and I said to her, you know what, like as a kind of like jokey threat, I guess, I'm going to add up what you, you spent on coffee. And she begged me not to, but, <laughs> yeah. But like, I actually decided to, you know, I use like I use Revolut, so it's easy for me to kind of search mm-hmm. what coffee places I um go to, and then just grab a calculator out and start adding it up. 
Um, so I, I did my um, I did my okay if I got this to get an Americano every day, an Americano every day, how much would I be spending? And so seven days a week it would come to I did did it I did it with um actually no it was a latte because I have <laughs> Americanos are a bit cheaper so I don't want to be given the false maths here but lattes are three eighty five Nero so I multiplied that by seven days a week. And 385? 385, yeah. Genie mackers. Yeah, because it's like 290 for an American. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So, yeah, 385. And... It's a bit of hot milk. Like, that's so angry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. You know what? Yeah. So, like, I, I multiplied that over by seven, and it came to 26.95 a week. Mm-hmm. Okay? So then I was like, okay. Okay, so what does this come to for like a year? And it came to 1,401 euro and 40 cents if I was to buy a coffee every single day of the year. I know. So I decided to do a quick calculation from December to August of this year. Obviously, I took out the two months that we were um, in lockdown. Yeah. And... I spent in Nero, in Nero only, I spent 125 euro. Holy crap. I don't like, I don't know if you, what's it called? I don't know if I want to. (laughs) Yeah. In the coffee place and work. Now, again, I have to really stress, I do not drink coffee every day. It's crazy for me. Mm -hmm. But in this one coffee, like, place just down from my office. I spent in in a four month period eighty euro, so it's seventy nine fifty, and and again, <laughs> not accounting the pandemic, and like that was that was pre pandemic, so that's mm-hmm. December to March. Um, I spent so I spent in the last few months three hundred and fifty euro on coffee, and again. I'm stressing the fact that I'm not a coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, parent, like, I just, yeah. I also put down a few of our favorite spots. Wall and Kyo. I haven't been spending too much on Wall and Kyo. It was 31.55. <laughs> I know. And um, Insomnia, I put, was 111 euro. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, Taz, are you getting a croissant? Are you getting a muffin? No. Sadly, I'm not. <laughs> like, there has maybe been one or two occasions where I might get a muffin. Like, I could count in the four months, I could count maybe twice. See, what I'm actually thinking is, if you went and, if you went to, like, I sound like such a coffee snob now, but if you were going to, like, Wall and Kill more often, yeah, or somewhere like that where it's, it's proper coffee, coffee, not chain coffee, yeah. Would you get a bigger taste for coffee if you were drinking tea stuff? Well, I have just to say I'm really grateful that I'm not yes. getting a taste for coffee here, Catherine, because I'm impoverished at the moment when I look at these figures. And this is all that I... Like, these are all genuine numbers that I calculated. Mm-hmm. There is one place um, that I can't find uh, when I searched for it, so I know I've spent more. <laughs> so, um, so I was like, oh my gosh, so if I keep this, so I averaged it out, I averaged it out, and I averaged it out over the months that I would have, like, how much was, how much would I be spending um, 
you know, during that four-month period and how much would I have spent if the lockdown, you know, didn't occur. So I was averaging at, I know, I, I deep-dived. I deep-dived in here. And I'm 90 euro a month. 90, 90 euro for a non, non-coffee non drinker. Um, <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Now I have to admit to myself that I must be a coffee drinker because the figures are, the figures are they showing. They don't lie. They don't lie. And um, I... So I did the maths if I continued this way um, for the year period. So like if I was, again, if I was to get a daily coffee, it would be 1,400 euro. That's the maths I had done before, do you know? But if I did my own maths and continued the way I am, I would be, I would be spending 1,080 euro a year on coffee. But you've spent fourteen hundred already. No, no, sorry. The fourteen hundred is that the oh, if, without the lockdown. No, no, the, oh, the fourteen hundred. Now, if I confused you, I've sorry. definitely confused everyone. No, listening. it's just there's so <laughs> many figures. I can't yeah. do numbers. So remember, I said the theory of my colleague, mm-hmm. and I said that um, I decided just to see if I added a latte every day. Oh yes, and that's where I got the fourteen hundred okay, figure. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. Thankfully, I don't drink a coffee every day, <laughs> she says, as she does her own maths. And But anyway, so I average 90 euro a month over a four-month period, over the six-month period, if mm-hmm. I was to, you know. Um, okay, so if I continued on the way I'm going, I'd spend 1,080 euro a year on coffee, which would amount in a five-year period to six thousand euro. I really feel personally victimized by <laughs> all of these statistics. I know, I know, and I say everybody will stick to this. Yeah. But also, you know, it's called feel personally victimized. But I was surprised. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's you know, like, I mean. I know why I kind of like this is actually kind of in a weird way a healthy or a healthier um, financial outcome for me than what I had been like in the past because I used to eat out a lot yeah and I decided to substitute eating out by just going to coffee places mm-hmm. and like I would always be going with a friend or you know like just to have catch up session so like I felt like I was getting that from going to a coffee place yeah. and I wasn't spending the 15 to 20 euro going out for food. Yeah. So it, it felt like a, a better alternative. And it's only in the last year that I kind of um, adapted, you know, to this like going for coffee, you yeah. know, like, and this going for coffee is maybe once, twice a week. I guess maybe more than once or twice a week if I'm looking at these figures. So I guess I wasn't even woke enough to know how much or how um, much I was spending going to coffee places. Yeah. So I just, yeah, so like you're kind of like, wow, this is, this. so I started Googling like mad and it's like kind of the accepted budget ideal is around 85 to 90 on millennial spending on on um, coffee so per month per month yeah so um I, i'm right bang smack in the ideal so it's just like whoa like this is um 
but of course this is like like coffee prices are normalized you know like everyone's here spending around three to four euro on a coffee do you know like this isn't this isn't a unique thing for me you know mm-hmm. like i'm sure you know like like if you were you know um uh, if you hated yourself as much as i hate myself <laughs> you might might want to do the figures the same the figures the same but like right now i'm kind of like just kind of like a little bit shocked at the figures and i kind of have to ask is it worth it and you know if it is worth it is there a way to kind of cut down you know mm-hmm. so um that's the place i am are you were you surprised when you heard the figures I mean, yeah, it's shocking to hear the, the, what's the word I want? Cumulative, I can't say that word. The totals, like for months yeah. and stuff, and all that months, I suppose. The month doesn't actually surprise me that much, really. Because like, 90 euro a month is like 3 euro a day. Like, I don't even feel like I wouldn't get coffee every single day yeah. out. But yeah, it doesn't shock me. But what does strike me is when you're saying about like, that that's um, like a standard amount or whatever. I just would wonder when you look in countries like, for example, Italy or Spain, where there's a coffee culture. Yeah. Coffee's cheaper out. Oh, you know. So I just wonder what, like I think, because I think that's a big factor. If you're buying a coffee in Starbucks compared to a coffee in like your local like little independent one, it the price is different. Um, like how different? I mean, think about it. I mean, an Americano in. Like a chain is around two ninety. Yeah, depending on the size. The um, most I've paid for it would be about three fifty or something, or three thirty or something. Independent coffee places. Two ninety usually is the max yeah. I'd pay for an americano. Yeah, so it is kind of the same as. The well, see, dep- I guess I'm thinking about if you get your fancy coffees with your like I say fancy, it's anything with milk. I just, <laughs> just drink the black ones, but like yeah. those, you know what I mean. When you look at the prices in Starbucks, I keep saying Starbucks because I hate it, but like. You know, you could easily pay four fifty for a coffee. In oh there. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. So there's, I guess, there's those variables, but it's. I am I gonna change? Probably not. Well, I'll, I mean, when I kind of look at the figures, it really makes me double think, you know, and. I kind like, I just don't. Like, it's trying to, like, I'm kind of like, how could I substitute or how could I make this figure be a bit more reasonable? Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I enjoy the experience of going out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the experience of people watching or, you know, sitting and watching people go by. And, you know, those are the things that really appeal to me, you know. Um, but, you know... I don't want to, I also don't want to kind of fall into a trap where, you know, I could be doing more with my money or I could be, you know, I don't want to also become dependent on it, you know, because... What do you mean, dependent on coffee or dependent on going out and meeting people for coffee? No, dependent on coffee, I guess. That's probably a real fear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think you have to look at like, like you were saying before about eating out, like that's obviously a far bigger expense. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, the cost of like, okay, so I only drink black coffee, so it's cheaper, but like, 
that 290 is worth the couple of hours I'm going to spend with my friend you know in and like for me like I am a bit choosy about where I go for coffee I want to go somewhere I like that I'm going to be comfortable in Mm -hmm. or that I'll enjoy it that I'm getting my money's worth like I don't really I would seldom buy a takeaway coffee unless I was like oh my god I really need like a caffeine hit or if I know I'm having a long day or something and that would be the only time generally if I'm going to have coffee to bring with me I'll make that at home but yeah for me that that I guess because I would be choosy about where I'm going it's kind of worth it I, I, I don't feel guilty about spending that money yeah I mean I'm kind of trying to think is it a like is it a generation thing but like when you kind of look back on episodes of Friends in 1994-95 it, it was all focused around a coffee shop mm-hmm. you know so it doesn't seem like it's a millennial thing really. no I think the culture is emerging more in Ireland than it was in the past yeah you know what I mean because like when my dad was in Dublin in the 70s they, they, that wasn't as big a thing you know they go for pints yeah you know because that's I mean that's what we have pub culture you know and it's I guess it's emerging more I really do think it's a stick to beat our generation with it's just another thing that they're gonna say oh yeah they love spending all that money on coffee oh but it's already like the figures that I'm comparing those two, because you were just talking about Italy and, mm. you know, where, like, you would get coffee a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the US. I'm looking yeah. at US figures. I'm looking at US budgets. And, like, uh, millennial budgets. And um, when you say stick to beat, as well, oh, absolutely. Coffee and avocado toast. That's the millennial yeah. problem. It's not the fact that the housing market has changed, mm-hmm. like the supports aren't there, mm-hmm. that it's, um, you know, like... It's all those coffees we buy. You know, yeah, the, like the coffees and the avocado toast. And, you know, I suppose what I'm kind of gauging here is, like, my appreciation of how much I like going out, but also, like, to balance it a bit more. And I think mm-hmm. if I balance it a bit more, and it becomes a bit more, it becomes a bit more like a treat. Yeah that's the thing I'm kind of going to strive for now by just looking at these figures mm-hmm. um so like instead like I'm I'm like just having a blanket ban on work you know having a coffee and work it's just that's going to be my blanket ban now I'm going to just wait to go and enjoy a coffee with friends and see if that works out yeah okay you know and because again I value that time mm-hmm. I really appreciate that time mm-hmm. and yeah I'm also trying to kind of balance my when I take when I drink coffee because I'm convinced it's affecting my sleep oh it definitely would because I mean I've built up a bit of a tolerance not I mean I still get the caffeine buzz but like I don't like to drink coffee past about five o'clock because I know I'm going to be wired yeah because there had been like a recent study saying like drinking coffee after 12 is not a good idea Mm -hmm. um so I kind of want to maybe balance that as well because mm-hmm. I really do see the difference in my sleeping pattern. I just can't sleep. And mm-hmm. I really don't want to kind of be the sacrificial lamb to something I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, I've kind of come to a place of where I'm like, okay, so it's financial. I'm get I'm like financially not working out the best. For mm-hmm. me. It's it's affecting my sleep. <laughs> and would you? I know you have strong feelings about paying for tea. Um, but like, would you drink decaf? Well, I was kind of thinking about maybe like integrating more, more peppermint tea. Okay. Or more like kind of 
sparkling water, mm -hmm. you know, into my going out because again, you're nearly paying for the experience, but not you're not paying the premium. Really. Yeah. When you're buying things that you like, like I love sparkling water, mm -hmm. or I love you know like peppermint tea. So I think you know that's something I'd like to kind of introduce as well, just to dilute how much I'm spending. Yeah. And I'll definitely kind of check back in, you know, like what like my new figures are maybe in four months' time. So that's kind of the challenge I'm setting setting myself. Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, I think once you don't. Um, like for me I really look forward to my coffee like and it's yeah. something that I'm excited about I think it's just once you don't go into it like an area where you start to feel guilty if oh, I didn't plan for this one today do yeah, you know what I mean because you can kind of end up beating yourself up then that way yeah again it's like I did the maths on the figures and I was already in a mindset of it affecting, you know, mm -hmm. how much is it affecting me? And do mm -hmm. I want to just be another, you know, person kind of like insisting that I need this when I actually don't, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I think that like, I don't want to kind of get rid of it completely, mm -hmm. but I just need to kind of, tie it a bit more into better pattern for myself yeah. I guess so that's kind of what I'm working at negotiating and I feel like I've been rethink like rethinking and replanning and rehashing this you know trying to make coffee come into my my ideal like lifestyle kind of thing so for example you are a pro at drinking black coffee I can't stand it I cannot drink just pure Americanos <laughs> It feels like torture to me. <laughs> but to be fair, I will say like I I like I'm I'm probably a little bit lactose sensitive and that's why I started. Um, but for me I I remember drinking it in um a place near work and it was really strong. It was really like bitter coffee. Yeah. And I couldn't. I said like, this is terrible. And I ended up like horsing a load of sugar into it. And I don't even drink sugar with like my tea with nothing. But just because I I wanted the coffee, but I wanted like a sweet, like a latte or a cappuccino or something. But then when I started drinking it in Wall and Kill, because they make the this is like an ad for Wall and Kill. <laughs> I know, right? But they make the sweet blend. It's like a vanilla taste. So that because it it took the edge off the coffee kind of bitter. Yeah. That got me into it. Now it wouldn't phase me drinking it anywhere, but it was like a little it's a gateway drug was the um was that Americano. It, it but it, like it's because I like my coffee and I, I knew that the milk wasn't agreeing with me so I had to this to be fair like I know now because everybody keeps telling me I should get oat milk and all this now I don't like milky coffee anymore because I'm so used to the Americano but it's great I mean like it really factors into your budget but mm -hmm. also I like to do I like to intermittent fast mm -hmm. in intermittent fasting yes, yeah. I can only have Americanos mm -hmm. so here I, here's my here's my debate it's like okay you know like I, I'm trying to intermittent fast, but I also need to make sure I have a coffee before twelve. You know? <laughs> so I'm just like maybe just one target at a time. Yeah, so I'm just kind of like coffee's not working in my sleeping pattern, my diet pattern, my financial pattern. I just need to get out of it, and then I'm kind of like, but I'll miss it. You yeah, know? yeah. But I'll miss the experience. But I'll miss those kind of things. So right now I'm just trying to negotiate where it fits. Do you yeah. know where I can like maybe I don't inter like maybe I um just change my intermittent fasting window on 
on like the weekend to have a coffee then you know yeah. something like that so again it's just exploration for me at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. and yeah you can't get more millennial than that entire statement I need to explore you know where coffee fits into my intermittent fasting and sleeping patterns <laughs> you know oh, like, yeah. you know but yeah, yeah I just really thought it was a finance like a um, fantastic kind of uh, like budget or mm-hmm. like reflection mm-hmm. on like and you know I really would encourage people you know do the maths just have the like the knowledge that it's there and you can you can be like yeah it's worth it for me but you kind of know like you kind of are in a bit more control of your money in a way and you're a bit more controlling your self-awareness in a way too um like obviously it won't stop you if you really want to kind of go which it shouldn't but you know like there is power in 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 knowing there is power in kind of like for example i can be like i actually value going with my friends and i'd rather keep it mm-hmm. to going mm-hmm. with my friends yeah do you know or like you know um I really enjoy milky coffees, so I would. I, I really enjoy milky coffees, and I really enjoy sleeping. So I'm going to, you know, like have um like um like a milky coffee with a friend at a certain time. <laughs> Do you know, just, okay, you know, Grandma. Just just factor it all in and feel more comfortable. But yeah, um. So yeah, very revealing. It's very mm-hmm. revealing. Any any final reflections? I, I mean, I appreciate you bringing all this to light for me, but I really don't know that my coffee habits will change. <laughs> um, but sure, look, each to their own. Each to their own. I admire your um, determination to find the, the correct coffee routine for you. I, absolutely. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm just need to, you know, if I, if I figure it out, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let the people know. Do, do. I'm sure they'd all want to know. Nobody's going to be able to sleep tonight thinking about it. Has, has finally managed to get the correct coffee routine. Because the people need to know. I mean, does it fit into her financial, dietary, and sleeping patterns? I mean, like. Who knows? You're going to have to tune in next week. Catherine, you have just finished listening to the podcast, the edited version I have sent to you. Um. And this has been a few months, so it was back in August when we recorded it. Any first impressions after listening? I was really actually struck by how positive we were because we were just out of lockdown. (laughs) So I was like, oh, that youthful joy and energy. (laughs) I miss it. (laughs) We say currently in lockdown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was my first thing. But um. I don't know if my stance has changed a whole lot, but like I do buy, like I know I said in in it that I don't buy takeaway coffee. I obviously do that now because it's one of the few joys we have in life. It is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so that I suppose has changed for me. And also um, I buy more coffee, like I buy ground coffee now. So I make my own coffee at home. So I'm probably saving more that way, but I probably spent more in the first 
or I mean I probably spent more now than I did in the first lockdown on coffee so that's probably not a good improvement and you wouldn't have any any figures or stats to back you up there like I again, apparently did again, during the I, course of this <laughs> podcast. Again, I'd prefer to bury my head in the sand on that one. I thought that was a perfect note to leave it on, actually, when I when I listened back to it. Um, I have to say there were so many things that I forgot when mm-hmm. I was listening back to that podcast. So many things. Um, I actually did write a few of them down. Yeah. Um, and I forgot that I really had strong feelings about buying tea. I know, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's so funny. It's really funny to me, like, because I could totally understand why kind of thing. Um, because, like, I mean, in comparison to, like, something that you feel you can't do yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you can I suppose I don't do it myself with instant coffee or anything like that. So um, I feel like, well, you know, it, it like it's going through a machine. It's becoming frothy. This is, <laughs> this is worth it. It's worth the experience. <laughs> and you've literally put a tea bag into a cup and added hot water. And I've had to pay for this. And it's an obnoxious figure I've had to pay. But it's so funny. You do have such a like a strong feeling about what people should order in those situations. It's hilarious. It's quite stressful to be around it sometimes because I feel like I might misorder. But like you're right though. Like I suppose you want to get if you're gonna pay that money, it should be something that you can't do yourself. Like, oh, absolutely. Do you know? Uh, and that's the thing um that's the thing like it's it's the experience as well do you know so that's what you're kind of um like like it like I, i don't really begrudge myself those experiences as maybe as much as i did at the time um kind of thing when i was kind of putting the statistics together and stuff like that but i really do think that I, 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 I like I don't find it as offensive to buy tea probably because I wouldn't go and buy tea you know now yeah. I, I know that like we kind of were looking at um how I felt about for example um buying coffee and balancing my sleeping pattern and yeah. my eating pattern that was something I tried to I was trying to negotiate at the time yeah so I know I know you were re- you were really excited to hear about <laughs> how I managed to how I managed to balance it all mm-hmm. and um what's it called I'll definitely make sure to fill you in on that but <laughs> kind of going back to when I was listening back to it um the blanket ban on buying coffee and work i will happily say that obviously the pandemic very much influences uh you know this this the the fact that i've actually stuck to this ban but i what's it called i do find myself in work quite a bit Uh but i i have stuck to this it just it didn't make sense to me and that was one thing that i did stick by if i'm like so we're we're now in um april um april yes uh, that was back in august so we're in april 2021 and that was something i have stuck by mm-hmm. um has my 
coffee changed, my coffee habits and how much I spend changed. I thought it would change much more dramatically when I listened back to yeah. it. I think I had an idea that I was just going to not ever go out for coffee again. And in my head, I kind of was doing that because like I'd go for meetings and work and I just would not get a coffee. It just wouldn't happen. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, during the course of the last few months. Um, and I, what's it called? I honestly thought I was not spending as much. And I, in fairness, you will be happy to know I've gone back last night in preparation of our talk here and gone back and went over the last few months to see how much I spent on coffee. Uh, so we're getting a real clear, <laughs> a real clear uh, closing of this podcast today. And something that I also have written, like also have noted here was um, Wall and Kyo Vanilla and <laughs> coffee. Because you, you, you said, and I don't think I picked up on the advice at the time, but when you had started drinking a sweeter coffee, you were able to just drink a black coffee yeah. then. So I was like, actually, you know what? I might, that might be something I might do (laughs) kind of thing. But I mean, before I, before I go into how, like I've touched a bit on how some of my coffee habits have changed. Have your coffee habits changed dramatically? I actually think I probably drink a little bit more than I was. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. um, Yeah. But because I'm buying, I'm actually buying from one and kill ground coffee, so it's there. So oh. it's it's really accessible, and I end up drinking about. I could drink two to three cups a day. Like I would try to drink two max when I'd be working normally. Um, I'm trying to be better because it was definitely affecting my sleep. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I could then be like, oh, I'll have a cup of coffee at six o'clock in the evening, and then I'd be like wired for the rest of the night. So. But I probably drink a little bit more now. But that being said, I'm much less inclined. It depends. Sometimes I'll treat myself to buy one, but I'm much less inclined to be like, I don't feel like I'm missing out. Does that make sense on getting a coffee? From yeah. Me, you know. I suppose it might be different if we could physically sit in a, in yeah. a coffee space because I I got when I went back over the figures, it was December when you were back in Dublin uh-huh. and um, we could sit in coffee places yeah. where I saw the big jump again. Yeah. So from, so like, because we would sit there and we'd buy more than one coffee, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to see if that changes, yeah. you know, with um, places opening up. Um, but um, do you find that drinking you drink coffee later like later in the day or is there a time limit just to make sure it doesn't interrupt with your sleep because that was something I kind of was really concerned about yeah the podcast I'd stop drinking it maybe at about five sometimes I'd have a cup of coffee at around five o'clock and that'd be my last one which is actually still kind of late but it's just with my hours at work and now I have a break around that time so I get coffee then so I can make it through the end of my class but yeah so that would be when I'd stop but in the evening now I because I drink <laughs> I'm such an old lady I like a cup of tea in the evening but I drink decaf tea then later so that I'm not oh okay because yeah, I was finding even normal tea was affecting me sleep wise okay okay mm. um like for me one of the things I had kind of touched on in the podcast was 
with sleep and how like drinking coffee was interrupting my sleep but I couldn't drink coffee later in the day because it would I'd be negotiating my intermittent fasting uh-huh. um none of that has changed essentially yeah. <laughs> what's it called um over the last few months the I would say the biggest change was I started to drink decaf coffee so I'd oh. still get the experience when I was going out but I wasn't negotiating intermittent fasting or I wasn't negotiating um, my sleep. Yeah. And then I kind of got a taste maybe in the last week or two coming up to Ramadan because I wanted to treat myself to a few more a few more coffees and, and muffins before I'd be fasting for the for the month of Ramadan. And I was I treated I kind of went for the full coffee because I like I, I ultimately never really noticed the difference, but I'd always feel that bit more yeah. kind of lively or that bit more of a, yeah. you know, kick kind of thing. So I like the other day I what's it, I went for coffee with uh, Bridget, actually, and uh, she, she I said to her, I'll actually get just a regular coffee. And she's like, are you sure? Because it was like around four or five in the day. <laughs> And you what's sure, called? Grandma? I was, oh yeah, she's like, "Are you sure?" Um, what's it called? Because I had met her after work, and I was just like, "I was like, yeah, no, I got this." I was really excited. I, I was getting my my lemon muffin, and I was really excited. It's going to have a little bit of an extra kick because I was feeling a bit like a little bit kind of of a dip there mm-hmm. that on that of a Friday, and and then. I have to like I have to say like I was regretted it so bad at four in the morning <laughs> because I do, cannot react well I do not react well to coffee it's that late in the day so yeah. like I I was so prepared I was so prepared to forfeit the sleep but I swear I could I ended up at like around like midnight doing a load of laundry um putting you know I put it on for a long wash and I still couldn't sleep um so like I kind of re-reminded me that the decaf coffee was the was the nice ideal I had found was the nice medium because I wasn't like I wasn't forfeiting that treat and and it was it 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 became a treat so I was averaging 90 euro like you know by coffees I was buying for pre-pandemic in work or you know just going on coffee dates or you know um and I went back to the figures and again um so I would probably say that so I, I went back to the figures and so September the first the first month out of August so the first month after this you know, coffee revelation video, I guess. Um, I spent fifty two euro fifty five on coffee that oh, month. Oh wow, that's a big jump. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Yeah, so I was still I was kind of I was a bit surprised. I thought I had like in my mind I had curtailed it so much that I thought I would have had I was only going it was only going to be like like twenty euro or something yeah. like that. But like but that's still I think a lot. Like that for you to go from ninety to fifty, was it? Yeah, fifty like, too. That's a huge jump down. Yeah, and like I think and like people might think, Wow, this is that's a lot that sounds like a lot of money. 
I beg Addy of you who buys coffee, <laughs> what's it called, even once a week to do the maths because you would be surprised. Uh, yeah. And so then in October, it was 32, 35. In November was my birthday month. So I I did, I was up in the ante coming up to my birthday. I always do it. If it's coming up to something, I'm up yeah. in the ante with the treats and stuff like that. And that was 60 euro 35. Wow, that's um, still really good though. Yeah, and in the month of December, which was the big jump, yeah, um, it was sixty forty five. Round has he? So I did. I also did a little calculation to see for the month of September because it was my highest. Yeah. Um. What What was that averaging? So, uh, if I was to average it. And so it would have been three to four cups of coffee I was buying weekly on uh-huh. the month of December. So if you find yourself buying around three to four cups and like it's easily done, you could buy Absolutely. two in one day yeah. or you can buy like one on a weekend and then one on a Wednesday. Do you know, mm-hmm. like like yeah. it's you just kind of don't think about it. It's not a real conscious thing kind of thing. So if this podcast does anything, <laughs> it will force your head out of the sand. Yeah. Um, then January was uh, 35, 70. February is 44, 59. March was 33. Um, coming up to Ramadan, like so we're only halfway through the month of April and are, are we halfway we're kind yeah, of coming to the end oh, yeah so <laughs> what's it called so that came to thirty-seven forty, and so if i kept on going the way i was going for the month of april it might have been a bit more but still averaging you know mm. like in the 40 euro range so i did a total for the last eight months because it has been that long and since this podcast was recorded mm. and I've spent a total of 356 euro and 34 cent which isn't too bad if you were to think about over the yearly period that I was quoting of millennials yeah. spending um 1500 and in my case I was spending 1000 euro so 1080 euro on coffee so like i mean it is a significant difference um kind of that being a bit more conscious um and i don't think like i don't think i'm going to change much of the way i go about it to be honest i i like i could completely get i could completely stop going for coffee and save that 400 euro over the eight month period but like will i probably not i enjoy Mm -hmm. kind of the experience um i am going to be again a little bit more actively reflective i would say um just in terms of like i don't really need three to four a week kind of thing Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm not going to kick myself if I do go yeah. back to that figure because it's not 90 euro kind of thing. Yeah. But I also think like it's this time is so different. It'll be very hard when things open up again and you're starting to see people again. Like it's hard. Oh my God. To, you know, the money it's, is worth it in that case. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know what I'm going to be like. This mm-hmm. is, this is like, this is me 
going through a complete transition from when I was like working full time to going into pandemic mode mm-hmm. um, and then having the time to kind of assess my coffee drinking habits and then to go from that to okay well this is the figure I'm dealing with now and but that's because I'm like like I'm I'm still kind of like going for a walk and maybe having a coffee on the weekends yeah. or do you know like kind of like that phase but like you said it could dramatically change again I mm. it could easily go up to that that 90 euro figure again um you know like and that 90 euro figure isn't as bad as you know because again like I said I'm not a coffee drinker I can go without coffee like yeah coffee is a weekly treat for me so I don't know if I was a coffee drinker how significantly different it would be yeah yeah. but like I have to laugh (laughs) like I said at best in the other podcast I'd I'd be more impoverished kind of thing you know so like yeah it's it was interesting I like like I said it was very interesting to see the figures again and to do the maths you know yeah and to see how much has changed uh-huh. kind of thing yeah I still so. don't want to uh, know so <laughs> <laughs> so really so really we're coming out with the exact same the exact same so. outro really yeah but yeah but yeah kind of a clearer understanding and uh yeah, you know like more conscious i guess about you know it's not as uh frivolous or kind of throwaway you know i think well for me anyway i do have a bit more of a oh i do think twice it's not as as kind of yeah throwaway a decision anymore i guess because because of tazzy and her calculations <laughs> yeah exactly and i think that's what this series is about so um <laughs> not, not it's not about me taking all the joy out of life <laughs> just to be clear it's just to be clear it's more kind of like looking at you know habits that are really kind of uniformed in our generation that we uh-huh. really just don't question yeah. and asking ourselves are we doing ourselves are we are we doing ourselves good here are we doing or you know but like again with this you know with this coffee episode there I don't see like I don't see the harm like I don't see like myself doing too much harm yeah but I have like I uh, I have like a different appreciation like you do Mm -hmm. um to just giving it a bit of a second thought yeah 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 so um yeah so I think we'll end it there um we will be back soon uh, with a new podcast and uh if you've enjoyed um hearing um our tra- the tra- not so transformative journey of uh, our coffee intake please do um hit us up on instagram or twitter or if you've any you know if you've any um coffee habits or you know suggestions you'd like to offer please do we we love hearing them and um yeah so any final thoughts or words catherine (laughs) 
the pressure. I'm going to go make some coffee now and uh, <laughs> count all my money. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> See you guys next time. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe to get new episodes as soon as they come out. Also, if you could take two minutes to like this episode and leave us a little review, we'd really appreciate it, as it means we can reach as many people as possible. You'd really be helping us out. Finally, if you have any questions, comments or suggestions for future podcasts, we would love to hear them. We are at a Muslim Akatna chat on Instagram, a Muslim Akatna chat on Facebook, at MKNC pod on Twitter, or you can email us on a Muslim chat at gmail.com. See you next time.